The human experience is seemingly infinite, with billions of people currently alive on a planet that will spin whether our species is here or not. On this 79th anniversary of Allied forces landing on beaches in Normandy, I reflect about how hopeful I am that others out there share a sense that peace should always be the goal. However, Charlottesville Community Engagement acknowledges that conflict is inevitable, but may yet be mitigated with shared information. On today's program, a member of the Charlottesville Planning Commission has resigned, opening up another vacancy. Charlottesville will sell bonds this week for capital projects, a brief update on an internal Charlottesville task force on gun violence, and UVA's Buildings and Grounds Committee agrees to new names and reviews additions and subtractions to the major capital plan that includes a build-out of a health clinic at Zion Crossroads. In today's first Patreon-fueled shout-out, the Rivanna Conservation Alliance keeps an eye on the health of the Rivanna River, which from time to time involves getting in the water to clean up litter and trash. If you have your own boat, you can get involved too. On June 15th, the RCA will hold another Paddles with a Purpose event from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. The paddle will begin at 6 p.m. from the Rivanna River Company and end at Riverview Park. The one-and-a-half-mile paddle can vary in time, but is intended to conclude at 8 p.m. or before sunset, whichever's first. This paddle will be self-supported, meaning that you would be responsible for shuttling your boat and yourself. The section is rated as beginner-friendly with one Class 1 Rapid. Sounds exciting. Sign up on the Rivanna Conservation Alliance website, and thank you to them for the shout-out. Two terms on the seven-member Charlottesville Planning Commission expire on August 31st, but now a third position is also up for grabs. Planning Commissioner Liz Russell had been appointed in 2020, and she wrote to Charlottesville Community Engagement last night saying that changes and opportunities in her personal and professional life have her leaving the city in early July, which means she's giving up her seat. Last summer, the city council reconstituted the planning commission, and Russell's term now ends at the end of August 2024. Her last meeting will be next Tuesday, June 13th. The terms of Hosea Mitchell and Rory Stolzenberg are the terms that are expiring at the end of this August, and both are eligible for reappointment. Application for those two seats will be taken through the end of this week. To apply for those two slots, visit the city's website. The vacancy resulting from Russell's resignation will need to be advertised before people can apply. That's according to the Clerk of City Council, Kina Thomas. Other vacancies exist on the Historic Resources Committee, the Charlottesville Affordable Housing Fund Committee, and the Piedmont Family YMCA Board of Directors, among others. Take a look at the full list, and maybe you'll apply yourself. During his report to City Council on Monday, Interim City Manager Michael C. Rogers said the city will sell $16 million worth of bonds this week, and the reaffirmation of AAA ratings will keep the interest payments the lowest they can be. Both Moody's and S&P, uh, we gave them a tour of our fine community. I uh, explained to them our plans for, uh, for further development and the opportunities here. Rogers said the resolution in Washington, D.C. on the debt ceiling means the sales will proceed and that the city was willing to wait if it had not been. 
The interim city manager also had details on an in-house task force on gun violence to be led by police chief Michael Kotchis and human services director Misty Graves. This is uh, uh, not to substitute for the uh, task force that President Ryan appointed at the university, but it's really a supplement to want to galvanize all of our resources in the city and see how we can uh, have a full course uh, effort to address uh, the issues of gun violence in our community to make it a safer safer community and provide uh, outlets for, uh, for young people to have productive activities. One such resource is the Charlottesville Albemarle Youth Opportunity Center. Here's Deputy City Manager Ashley Marshall. Aims to provide an accessible, centralized resource to match young people to programs in the community. So hopefully it uh, will continue to be a one-stop shop for parents, guardians, and other loved ones to find great activities for their littles. That website is cvillealbyouth.org. You're probably better off just clicking the link in the newsletter. Roger's full city manager report can be read online at a link in the newsletter. The seven-member Albemarle County School Board will meet on Thursday. The agenda sets aside 45 minutes to hear a report from a consultant on an audit they requested on the system's ability to educate students on reading and math. Here's a section from the staff report. ACPS outperforms the state of Virginia on a number of key achievement measures. Historically within the district, however, performance on these same measures varies greatly, with students of color and economically disadvantaged students demonstrating far less achievement than their white peers. There are three separate reports, as well as a presentation from the firm Bellwether, including a root cause analysis and a student experience report. All of this work is to answer a basic question. Why are pass rates for ACPS students of color on the Virginia Standards of Learnings for K-5 Reading, K-5 Math, and High School Algebra 1 lower than the averages for other students of color in the state and lower than their peers in other demographic groups in ACPS? This spring, a team from Bellwether visited 11 county schools and spoke with over 350 people. There's a lot of material to review, and I hope to be able to produce a longer report from the school board meeting sometime in the near future. There are links to all of the resources from the Bellwether report in the newsletter. For those of us with no connection to the University of Virginia, one of the ways to find out what's happening is to watch the Buildings and Grounds Committee of the Board of Visitors. The group met last Friday. The committee meeting began with each member being presented with a piece of the now-demolished communication shed that had been at Zemer Hall. I think I just got a splinter. Here, you can have mine. Like the Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown Christmas tree, this is just a little shed that needed a little love. And we didn't give it love. We tore it down. That's worth some, that's worth some applause. That was great. The committee approved the new name of the hotel and conference center under construction on Ivy Road. Colette Sheehy is the senior vice president for operations and state government relations at the University of Virginia, and she said the name was selected after extensive engagement. Uh, Virginia Guest House, which represents obviously both the university and the Commonwealth. It's um, meant to be, obviously, a welcoming place, not only for our own university community, but for the external community as well. Several names suggested by alumni and others were vetted, including Virginia Hotel, Virginia Inn, The Cavalier, The Virginian, and Cavalier Hotel. 
However, all were registered by other entities and not available for UVA's use. The hotel is scheduled to be completed in the spring of 2025. The committee also approved the naming of a new pedestrian bridge across Emmett Street for a 1977 alumnus and former member of the Board of Visitors, David Walker. The Walker Bridge will span between Newcomb Hall and the new Contemplative Commons expected to open this fall. You're listening to Charlottesville Community Engagement, and in today's second subscriber-supported public service announcement, Camp Albemarle has for 60 years been a wholesome, rural, rustic, and restful site for youth activities, church groups, civic events, and occasional private programs. Located on 14 acres on the banks of the Mormons River near Free Union, Camp Albemarle continues as a legacy of being a Civilian Conservation Corps project that seeks to promote the importance of rural activities. Camp Albemarle seeks support for a plan to winterize the Hamner Lodge, a structure built in 1941 by the CCC and used by every fourth and fifth grade student in Charlottesville and Albemarle for the study of ecology for over 20 years. If this campaign is successful, Camp Albemarle could operate year-round. Consider your support by visiting campalbemarleva.org donate. More now from the Buildings and Grounds Committee from last week. Infrastructure projects in Virginia, localities, get funded and built through capital improvement programs. The University of Virginia has something similar in the major capital plan. Here is Colette Sheehy again. This is a plan that started out in 2022 at about $2.9 billion. We've completed a number of projects over the course of the last 12 months, totaling almost $400 million. There are currently about a billion dollars worth of projects under construction, including the Virginia Guesthouse, the School of Data Science, the Karsh Institute of Democracy, and the renovation of Alderman Library. But what's next? Several projects that would just be in the planning and design phase so that we get a better sense of what the building um, will, uh, will entail, the scope, the estimated cost, etc. One of those projects is $1.5 million for planning and design of a public safety building, which Sheehy said might end up being in a repurposed building. There's also another $7 million for planning and design for an initiative to build more dormitories. Second year housing initiative, which we hope to finish up the planning for by uh, probably your December meeting. And uh, just want to be poised to uh, launch into the first project when that's ready. Sheehy said there have been changes to the plan since the Buildings and Grounds Committee last saw it in March. The new ones being added since you saw this in March include uh, a new video scoreboard at Scott Stadium. We aren't sure the cost of it yet because the athletic department is still uh, considering the actual size of the video board. The current scoreboard is 14 years old. Another $7.4 million project would see the build-out of a UVA health clinic at Zion Crossroads. Dr. Craig Kent is the chief executive officer at UVA Health. This has turned out to be a uh, 
very busy clinic for UVA Health. Uh, it, it's uh, our venture into the uh, geography that's between Charlottesville and Richmond, and that's a really uh, significantly growing area. And so the demand on our current services there is, is quite substantial. There's another project for UVA Health with a cost range between $108 million and $132 million. There's no detail for this in the packet for the meeting, and she did not bring it up. One project that has been removed from the plan is $17 million for a student activities building. Sheehy said this is due to reflect a relatively recent change in the administration. Robin S. Hadley became vice president and dean of students and chief student affairs officer in June of 2021. What Robin wants to do is to look at all the student activity spaces around grounds and make sure that and really assess, are we using those in the way we still need to use them? And do we need different kinds of spaces, new spaces, etc.? More from the Buildings and Grounds Committee in future editions of the program. And that's two in a row, two days in a row. The uncertain medical care situation of one of my parents makes it hard to determine if there will be one tomorrow, but there's certainly enough material. To stay on top of my irregular production schedule, please check out my notes section on Substack. In any case, thank you to all of the various subscribers, paid and otherwise, who make me want to produce as much as I can as often as possible. There's enough to write about, and my goal at Town Crier Productions is to provide as much information as I can. This summer, I do plan to expand. This is a business venture, and I've got a lot of ideas to make it work out. If you're curious to know more, consider becoming a Patreon member to help support me hiring other people. If you do subscribe on Substack, Ting will match your initial payment. You've heard all that before. I'll come back to it again another time. Thank you to Vrocky for doing the uh, various music things that end the program, such as this. Goodbye.